Welcome to episode two of I Swear I'm Funny Gaming. That's right. All right. So let's start off with the little game that came out, Mario U Deluxe. Right now, this game originally came out 2012, right? And it's like, hello, 2012 called. They said the Wii U sold like shit. So here's a game we still need to capitalize on. Right, so this is a 2D platformer, has five playable characters, and is local multiplayer. Ooh, has local multiplayer. So, the new characters, one is Nabbit. It's this rabbit-looking motherfucker with a bag over his shoulder and one of those handkerchief bandana things that you see old-timey fucking uh, bandits wear, cover their mouth with some sharp teeth on it. So he's like a very easy mode. He's impervious to attacks from enemies. Can't use po- uh, power-ups, fireballs, and the like. And then you have Toadette. Toadette's a little more interesting. It's like an easy mode, right? Can turn into Peachette with a crown power-up. You can get a boost-up. Think uh, Smash Brothers when you're off the stage. A little boost-up that you can use to get back in case you fall down a pit. Uh, her jumps are more precise, and then while underwater, you swim using the directions instead of tapping the jump button, which can be annoying. And then you have Mario, Luigi, and Toad. Toad is yellow, orange, whatever, and if you hit, like, ZL or RL, he turns blue. I didn't think that was a big fucking deal, but everybody's like, <gasps> Secret character in Mario U Deluxe bullshit. He's either orange or he's blue. Nothing changes but his fucking color, and that's racist that they consider just his color being different as a different character. And so, the Mario U Deluxe combines New Super Mario Bros. U and New Super Luigi U that came out on the Wii U. And the Luigi U port of this is like remix levels and a shorter time to complete them so I mean overall I mean it's fun but for $60 go buy Celeste and Donkey Kong like oh you've played those I mean get this then fuck it who cares you know it's your money you want to spend $60 on this port then that's up to you so let's talk about one of the big games that came out, like, I think January 11th, yeah, came out yesterday, because I'm recording this on 12th, so, Tales of Vesperia, HD, it's definitive edition, comes with a shit ton of DLC and shit that never released in the United States, right? 
anime as fuck JRPG. If you're into that stuff, you'll probably like this. It's apparently a badass game. With Kingdom Hearts coming soon, I thought it'd be cool to try to sum up the Kingdom Hearts story, right? And I don't know what the story is either. So I listened to a 30 minute video. Yes, it was fucking horrid. It, Jesus Christ, man. It was like if JJ Abrams and M. Night Shyamalan both wrote the island, right? I think that's what it's called. Lost. That's what I'm talking about. If they both watch, if they both wrote Lost, and then neither of them never talked, and the script was one episode of J.J. Abrams, one episode of M. Night Shyamalan, and then you had fans tying the episodes together when the two different writers had no clue the other was writing it. That's how I felt watching this. Nobody knows what the fuck's going on. They're just piecing it together at the end. They're like, I don't know. We'll just make up some bullshit. Zora's the main character, right? You go to Disney Worlds, you kill black ant things. You go to more worlds with like Donald and shit, kill more ant looking things. There's some bigger ant looking things and weird clothes. Colors and pretty shit everywhere. If you like Toy Story, Big Hero 6, Hercules, the one with uh, Rapunzel bitch in it, whatever that one's called, it might be called Rapunzel. It was a good movie. I mean, if you want to beat shit up, get it. Looks fun at least. Uh, I mean, ignore the story at this point. Who gives a f- who gives a fuck honestly? And then, oh yeah, Mickey is like Obi Wan or some shit. Apparently, Mickey Mouse is a badass in this game. But if you're like, I want to beat stuff up inside of the worlds that Disney has created, fucking go for it, man. Colorful. It seems fun. Like you just go in and just beat shit up. All the colors there. Oh my god then get it. I mean, why not? So coming out the week of January 15th, you have Onimusha. It's coming to every fucking thing and it's $20. Seriously, pick it up. What is Onimusha? I talked about it on the last gaming episode. $20. Just get it, dog. Especially if you spent $60 on two fucking 2012 Mario games or not even two it's one in a little bit of a remix one if you spend six dollars on that you can spend twenty dollars on Onimusha and then on the 17th there's this RPG I thought it was called Yik but apparently it's Y2K a postmodern RPG it looks hipster as fuck maybe it's good looks hipster as fuck dog and it's on PS4 Switch and PC We have Ace Combat 7, and this is like fucking jets and dogfighting and shit, comes out on the 18th. You also have Travis Strikes Again, which is a shoot-off of No More Heroes. Apparently this is not No More Heroes 3. It looks like a mishmash of kind of shitty minigames. I'm gonna get it because I loved No More Heroes on the Wii U, so I'm hoping it's good. Cross your fingers. And then, also on the 18th, you have Hades, which is a Supergiant Games game. Only available on the Epic Game Store. They have an update coming out the 18th for Hades, which is early access. That is $20 as well. And if you like Dead Cells or anything like that, that's a roguelite. And you love Greek mythology. And you're like, man, I love God of War, but it was Norse. I want some Greek shit in here. Boom, dog. 
That shit is Greek as yogurt. That was a lame fucking joke, but I said it. And then if you're interested in anything from, like from software games, like I am obsessed with Dark Souls, Bloodborne, love that shit, right? Their new game, Sekiro, is Game Informer's uh, cover game of this whole month for January. And there's already some videos and podcasts and shit on Sekiro by Game Informer. Go check that out. Oh my god, is it looking and sounding fucking great. Stoked out of my fucking mind for that. And then, this is only the second episode, and I know I haven't talked about movies, but... Looking at movies to to watch, right? I'm on Rotten Tomatoes. Bumblebee's doing great. What the fuck? I haven't seen it yet, but I was like, holy shit. So, Bumblebee's doing great. That blew my mind. But what really made me suspicious of Rotten Tomatoes as a whole is A Dog's Way Home, right? If you've watched movies in the past three, four months, you've seen the entire fucking narrative storyline of this fucking movie. It's like a shittier Homeward Bound where the dog's like, my owner's wandering and I'm gonna go find him. And then the dog gets fucking lost and then finds other shit and then like he's getting married and the dog comes back. But it shows you the whole fucking narrative line to this stupid ass movie. But apparently he got a 62%. What the fuck? The people that watch this must never watch shit in their life, or they work for PETA, and they're like, yes, we need more talking dog representation in movies. Like, get the fuck out of here. And with all that said, I'm gonna play some more Hades. I might replay God of War, I replayed The Last of Us, and holy fuck, that game is great. If you haven't played The Last of Us, holy shit, buckle up. Woo, you're in for a ride, especially because The Last of Us 2 comes out this year. Yes, that's right. It probably doesn't come out this year. That's probably right. I bet if they announce it, it gets pushed to 2020. I'm pretty sure I said that on the last podcast. And I don't think Naughty Dog's ever announced a game and released on that date. But they've all turned out fucking excellent. So who gives a fuck? Naughty Dog, you take as long as you want. Because when that shit hits, it's going to be gold. Well, thanks for listening. And if you like the song that was playing during, it's a mix of August Burns Red and Second and Sabring by Of Mice and Man. And then some other shit. And then I'm going to leave you off with one of my absolute favorite songs right now. Catfish and the Bottle Men. Long shot, and the song at the beginning was The Wombat's Cheetah Tongue. Thanks for listening, and tune in next week. and tell me you got all you want. Fiverr says you're wrong. And I suppose you've come down to help me move things along. And we lapped it up, and we're wise enough to know.
distance between us Could've took a while once we closed That difference, you turn up like a friend of mine